We love cake so much, we decided to make it a full-time business. For me, Sammy. And me, Bronya. Join us on our journey of discovery as we meet fellow cake professionals, artisan cake makers and home bakers who will give tips and advice on the Business of Cake Making podcast, glitter included. Follow us on Instagram and listen to us on Spotify, iTunes, Podbean or wherever you listen to your podcast. Sign up to our newsletter and visit the blog at daisycakecompany.co.uk. And... Oh, it's already started. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Hello, Branya, and the business of cake making world out there. Yeah. (laughs) How the devil are you today? Uh, I'm very good. I'm very good. I've had had to run Mark backwards and forwards to the garage today because his car had an MOT. Oh. So I'm lost. No, but it was quite cheap, the repairs. Oh, that's all right. That's good. I hate MOTs. I know. So it's just a pain in the bum. Pain in the bum. It's one of those things that you sit there and go, I know it's not one of my children or anything, so why am I so worried about this? Yeah. (laughs) I think it's the cost. I think it's the thought of the cost of it, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Yeah, It seems he is one of your delivery drivers, then it's not. Yeah. Not very often anymore, but in in emergencies. Like when we go to the Ideal Home Show. Yes. Yes, we did that last week. That was lovely. It was. It was. I had such a nice day out. I slept all the way there on the coach and I slept all the way back. (laughs) (laughs) And you carried your laptop around for nothing then. (laughs) No, I didn't use it once. (laughs) But I did have a thoroughly nice day. It was a very lovely day. Um. I've got a couple of purchase purchases. Yeah, yeah, a couple of things we bought. Nothing cake related. Do you, know, do you know what I thought when I got home? I wanted to look at fridge freezers because I thought I figured they'd have new age fridge freezers there, but they didn't have any. They didn't have any. They didn't have no. any at all. But what was really funny though is so we're walking around the whole of the the um, ideal home show. Then we go. Let's go and have something to eat. And up in like the food section, there was like just um, amazing, yeah. Um, but there was a, a food stage, wasn't there? Mm. And what happens when we rock up? There's someone decorating a cake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things that we could have watched, yeah. there was there. What was her name? Someone? Is it Juliet Sear or someone like that? Wasn't it? Something like that. And she yeah. was, yeah, she was decorating a cake. And I'm like, would you believe that? Yeah. You know, we could have had anything, but we had cake decorating. <laughs> yeah. So there you go. Yeah. And um, there you go. And what's today's podcast going to be about? Right. So today, this is our the last of our six. So we're going to have a two week break. Um, and a couple of weeks ago, we did a Q and A live. Mm. Live, which was good fun. But we had lots and lots and lots of questions, and we had some left over. Mm-hmm. Um, which because we didn't get around to all of them. Um, and then I put a thing out on Instagram and we've got a few more questions. So we're doing a QA. Because we like a QA, don't we? Mm-hmm. We do. Um so I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> so these are all questions from you, our lovely listener, um, that you've sent in and I said, ask us anything, ask us about cakes, about us, about podcasting. Um, and this is what we've got. So First off, we have, now I'm really sorry if I pronounce names wrong. 
I know how annoying it is being called Bronya Seafoot. Mm-hmm. I, I do know how annoying it is. So I think this is Isha, Aisha Flannery. Um, how did Sammy juggle caking with young children? Because they are so unpredictable. <laughs> well, the cakes or the children. <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> um, well, um, I was kind of lucky because uh, my guys were a little bit older, but I have made cakes from when they were really little, yeah. but I just stay up really late and do it. Just wait when, for them all asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But as they got older, they did help me out. Uh, like if I did a late night, they'd come and sit with me or they'd make things. Oh, really? Yeah. But there were there were a, there were a few times where I'm like, just go to bed, <laughs> <laughs> please. See, Go I to used bed. to work. I used to work with someone, um, and she's now a cake maker. It's really weird. So, this lady I used to work with at DSI, um, the mm, ballroom, dance place. yeah, the ballroom dance place, ballroom dress place, um, and she's now a cake maker. She's called Suzanne, and she has a nearly five-year-old and twins that are three, and she's a cake maker. <sighs> and I saw something on her Facebook or on her Instagram the other day. And it was like, people always ask me when I get time Mm -hmm. to make cakes. And she said, basically, after half past eight in the evenings. Yes. (laughs) Yeah, that that is true. (laughs) Yeah. But I think also, how how did you find it? Did did your kids ever nick the food? Did they ever? No, they weren't. Um, too bad with that because they don't they're not really into cakes right they so, didn't make chocolate though I do remember you running out of chocolate cause they didn't um it. um I had an instant oh they've forever eaten the chocolate even now they're adults <laughs> but we did have an incident with the vodka <laughs> and some um 15 year old boys <gasps> oh. who thought they'd help themselves to it and oh fill the bottle up with water so um I caught well, I think that, you would that, notice. Yeah, yeah. But they're oh my um <laughs> one brother dobbed the other brother in. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I found that out. Oh. Um, but um yeah, I used to work when they went to bed. But it it got easier as they got older. But when they're really little that's really that is really hard because also as well you have to put everything you can't when you have a two-year-old you yeah. can't do cakes because they're they can't touch everything anyway, can you yeah no um I, and they I don't have someone. food safe hands do they let's face it no no <laughs> and um uh I do because I had a big dog she ate um half a plate of cupcakes once by climbing up on the side <laughs> and um uh, I do Is know of she was yeah, there was pepper, <laughs> <laughs> and then I do know of somebody who had hadn't put their cake up high enough, and their daughter got a chair <gasps> and did some oh few ma- mouth marks and things like oh, that. God. But yeah, you you just have to be <laughs> organised, I guess, <laughs> and and hope and pray that they go to sleep because you know. <laughs> yeah when they're when they get up four or five times in a night oh my word yes and you're trying to finish cakes it's not good yeah but but anyone can do it if you if you've got the determination yes you just yeah. get it done when you can 
Yeah, locks on bedroom doors are very good. No, don't say that. <laughs> no, don't say that. Um, but also as well, I have learned as long as you have your sheet and you plan everything out. So if you're working in advance, then you should be able to get it done. Yeah. If you leave it all to the last minute, then yeah. it's just going to be so much harder. Yeah, preparation. But that, I mean, that's true of anything, isn't it? Because okay kids kids are, are going to be there but you know who's to say that something doesn't break or your mixer doesn't break or uh, you, yeah or you know. um somebody's car breaks down and they phone yeah. you up and say can you come and pick me up yeah. and I'm like no I can't <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah you've got things like that also or if people get ill as well so yeah sickness in the house is not always good um, but t- touch wood I've not had that per se yeah Good. Just Good. jinxed right. myself, haven't I? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so now, Devon made cakes. How do I make my business look more professional? I don't know where to start. Oh, my goodness. Um, right, well, first of all, go back and listen to the episode with Isa from Studio Koya about branding. Yes. Because it's all, I think, it's all about getting that one look and feel mm-hmm. for your business yeah yeah um now whether that is like whether it's a fun look whether it's a, a elegant look whether it's a very corporate look as long as you have one look and feel for your entire business and consistency keep it consistent right the way across don't have like one font over there and then a color over there yeah. that's different. do you know what i mean like, yeah complete um, consistency yeah because also as well when people look for you they'll they'll know your brand they'll know your like your logo yeah like if you have the same on instagram the same on um facebook the same on google yeah then and your stickers if you put stickers anywhere or if you're putting allergen stickers out and anywhere you use it yeah be one and if you struggle to find inspiration for like cards and stuff or even just a starter point Think of something you like, like I I like Marie Antoinette. Um, so like think of things associated with that, all lace, pearls, yeah, feathers, you know, things like that. And then you could take a bit of that item if you're struggling and and then something hopefully will come from yeah. you looking at that. But but Canva is yeah. ideal. It's got things like that, hasn't yeah, it? There's, yeah, there is a lot on there. And do yeah, do a whole suite of everything you're doing. So every time you put out an Instagram post, um, I mean, so I what I do a lot of, I do a lot of food photography. So for my blog, I do a lot of food photography. Now I have certain colours that I use in my um, my brand. So I have lots of things like tea towels and props and things like yes. that. And they're all the same colour, so it all brings it together in all yeah. my photography. So whilst I'm not going right, there is my logo in the background. Mm. there's like something that hints towards it's me and my colors and and who I am Mm. that kind of consistency yes yeah Yeah. that sometimes you you have to because I've got all my branding done but it was it's very corporate because men did it that's all I met you know and I'm soft touch and I don't go oh this is what I want but now I'm no but if that's what you want, just go go yeah, for it. Yeah, just do it. 
because you've recently changed a lot of your um bits and pieces on your instagram haven't you yeah yeah because you've got on your on daisy you've got a, your little dot on the eye is a little cake, cake. isn't it yes as and i looked at daisy and I'm like, yeah and i'm like oh that's so cute and it's like all the way across and yeah mm. and it's because that was another thing um when you looked at my my name daisy cake um it had a little daisy, like on my car, I've got a little daisy. Yeah. And and Sam, who worked with me last year, amazing, um, she said, well, people are going to look at that and think you're a florist. <laughs> <laughs> They're not, if they, they cut, they could see daisy cake. Yeah. Oh, no, they can see daisy and underneath it says cake, Hampshire. Right, so, so the, the word cake was, was smaller than smaller, the word daisy. Yeah. Okay. So try and make it. So people can see what, what you do. do, even if you yeah. like have a silhouette of a cake or, you, you know, you have a big bun. <laughs> <laughs> big buns. <laughs> oh, with a cherry on top. <laughs> um, so that's that sort of thing. I think I hope that's helped. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, I, I think so. Mm. OK. Oh, now this one. I can't pronounce this one. I'm really sorry. Um. Cascricado. I'm just gonna. That's yeah. who it's from. I, I'm sorry if I've said it wrong. I do apologize. Right. Tips for getting start. Tips for getting started and ignoring your inner critic and doubt. So I think what this means is, you know, when you're starting out and you're like, it's like that imposter syndrome. It's you sabotage yourself by saying, no, I can't yeah. possibly run my own business. I can't do that. Yeah. Um, and I think that's what this is asking us about. Um, yeah. And I get it. I really, really get it. Yeah. Because although yeah. we probably sound really confident chatting to one another, mm. um, yeah, sometimes. if you put me in the room of a load of people and asked me to talk about cakes, sometimes I'd get, you know, something, if someone says to me, what do you do? And I'll be like, yeah, 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 I make cakes. And I'm quite happy, but I don't know, other times, start, start. I get when you're starting, when people go, yeah, I, I don't know whether I'm good enough, um, whether they've got the support from their friends and family yeah. to make them feel good enough. Yeah, yeah, because that's quite important as well, isn't it? Having support behind you. Um, uh, one, one tip I think is quite important is, um, and I'm very guilty of this, but I think about it subconsciously now when I do it, is right. when you're on Instagram or Facebook or whatever, looking at other people's stuff, you're, you should look at it as to go, oh, I like what they've done. How have they done that? Maybe can I replicate that? Not the whole like hog of, um, um, sorry, I lost my address then. It's my fault. <laughs> There's someone creeping in the yeah, background. Yeah, could you shut the door, please? Yeah. <laughs> he didn't. He didn't slam the doors. <laughs> no, not yet. He's still. He's still there. Oh, he's locked a dog in here now. <laughs> okay, we'll deal with that. We'll deal with that in a minute. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, one. Yeah, if you're going to look at other people's stuff, look at it with a a, a view of learning, not oh, look at how good their stuff is. Yeah. It's so much better than my stuff yeah. because every everybody's different. Everybody um, has to start from somewhere. And also what you see on things like Instagram and Facebook, 
you're only seeing the smallest, tiniest piece of someone's life. Jigsaw. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, so you're seeing their best work that they want you to see. They want their clients to see. Mm. Um, they have produced work that is shit in comparison. They yeah. started somewhere. Um, everyone starts somewhere. And yeah. a lot of people don't, you know, you don't, you don't post the, the cake that fell over because no. you want your customers to know that you can do good work. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. so yeah. it's it's a case of your inner doubt. I do get that you will have inner doubt and we all have it, but I think you need to go every day, go, what am I doing? What can I do? What am I good at? Um, and, and focus on the positive side of what you're doing. Yeah. Yes. And um, write a business plan. <laughs> <laughs> it all comes down to that business plan. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But you are you are good enough. You are you know you really are good enough, and yeah. and you will get better every time you work and every time you make a cake. You will get a little bit better. Yeah. Um. Everyone starts from somewhere. You yeah. know, we've been doing this a long, long time. Yeah. My first cakes. Maybe I'll pull some of my first cakes up and put them on Instagram, and you can see how terrible I were. I was once upon a time. Um. But you just keep having to keep going. You just yeah. have to keep going. Yeah. De- oh, definitely. And enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, we're going to have bad days. Everybody has yeah. bad days. But, but imagine, like, I've sat downstairs making dust balls with <laughs> eyes. I mean, how fun is that? <laughs> but, yeah, and also, the more you enjoy it, the more it will show in your work as well, actually. Yeah. And yeah. that's actually, that's a lot. That, another key I would say to this is... Um, Find your niche and find the things you're good at and do mm. them. Don't try and do things that you, you're not enjoying mm. because you won't be good at them. You won't enjoy them and it'll show in your work and then you'll yeah. feel crap about it. Yeah. Do the stuff you do enjoy and they you'll be better at it and you'll build confidence from that. Yeah. If you can't do macarons, don't do them. <laughs> <laughs> so says Sammy. Yeah. <laughs> Right, this is from Rebecca Wegman. Um, What are the key differences between how cakes are typically made in the US and how they are made in England or other countries that have unique ways of making or decorating cakes? Also, what are the rules for a home kitchen in England? Is it hard to set up? Do you need a commercial kitchen? What was the process like for you? As you may have guessed with these questions, I'm from the US. I love the show and listen to every episode. I'm just starting out myself here in the States and was just curious about how different it is here to there. You guys are awesome. Have a nice day. Thanks, oh, Rebecca. That's so nice. <laughs> right, so should we, should we unpick this and do it one by one? Um, right, so what are the key differences between how cakes are typically made in the US and how they are made in England? I don't think there's a lot of difference. I can, I can think of one. Go on. Cut. Cups. Yes, measurements. <laughs> yes. Measurements. That is probably the main, yeah, one yeah. of the main things. Um, we measure everything by grams and kilos and milliliters. Mm-hmm. Um, and American bacon, there's a lot of cups. Yeah. Like, and tablespoons and yeah. sticks and of the, butter. Yeah, and American sticks of butter are a different size to, to ours. ours. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing, um, I think a lot... So in the US, I think 
box mix is more of a thing or doctored yeah. box mix you know people buy a box mix and they doctor it and make it better and yeah. add to it um I know a friend of mine she's from Texas and she came over and she went to make a cake because she, she came over to live here and she went to make a cake and she went I just thought I'd make a really easy cake and I went into Asda and she went there's no box mixes there's like three <laughs> different types and like yeah we yeah. we don't do that here that's oh, not something we do whereas they have a massive array of yeah. different box mixes in America yeah. um but I, I suppose there's other little things like ingredients the butter is different from ours our butter yeah. is more yellow um I know we make it over here but it's quite a new thing but red velvet cake yeah yeah red velvet Wh- is whoopies a, a, a whoopie pie. <laughs> you too missus um but also things like the butter because the butter is whiter in america buttercream yeah. is whiter yes and so our buttercream is like really creamy looking and we have to add whitener <laughs> to make it whiter i was gonna um, say something really stupid then <laughs> Go on. do you think it's because their chickens are white <laughs> <laughs> and that's why they have white <laughs> and we got brown chicken so we get brown eggs (laughs) that's got nothing to do with butter (laughs) (sighs) and and in other parts of the world as well um like um you get um different sweetnesses as well um because i um you get um say in oh my gosh dubai they do rose and pistachio cake yeah. and they make it with polenta and things like yeah, that yeah and the other thing um in other parts of the country that i've noticed is like the wetness of cake so they put they can make um i, I suppose it's where they they because we we've, we've got quite a humid yeah um, atmosphere here so we very rarely have to put syrups and things on our cakes because mm. our cakes are kind of naturally moist <laughs> I knew you were going to laugh then. Um, but I know maybe in like drier countries, that's when they start putting a lot of syrup on their cake and their cakes yeah. are wetter because of the yeah. syrup that they put on them. <clears throat> um, but I think the actual technique of – the techniques are pretty similar between the UK and the yeah, US, I'd defi- say. Yeah, definitely. With the it's, like cre- creaming the butter and the sugar yeah. and adding the eggs and then the flour. Yeah. That's sort of the thing. Of, yeah. I think the other thing is that we call our cake sponge cakes. Mm. Um. And I remember having, gosh, where was it? There, I put there was something about there was a, a question on Facebook once about a sponge cake. What is a sponge cake? I keep being seen, and all the English people were going, "Well, it's just a cake, isn't it? It's it's just a cake." And then a lot of different people in America were like, "Well, no, it's this type of cake, and it's that type of cake, and it's this type of cake." It's mm. like, no, we we just call cake sponge. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, we do. I, I thought everybody did that. <laughs> Um, but generally, yeah, it's. I think our our ways of making are very similar. Probably, yeah, the measuring is the. Mm. Um, so, also, what are the rules for home kitchen in the UK? Is it hard to set up? Do you need a commercial kitchen? And what was the process like? Um, it's really easy here. Yeah, really yeah. easy. As long as long as you you can go onto the government website, they give you all the tips and tricks of yeah. what you should have in your kitchen. Um, obviously, you should have temperature um, thingies. What are they called? Thermometers. Oh yeah, thank you. In <laughs> <laughs> your fridge and your yeah. your oven to check yeah. your oven. Actually, I must get a new one for my oven. Your oven, uh, one, yeah. 
Uh, I mean, to, to set up here, you literally have to register with your council. Yeah. Um, and within 28 days, you can start trading. Yeah. Whether, yeah. whether they, I mean, I've, I've been trading, I moved um, to a new borough, which is what I guess what would be a state in America, but I moved to a new borough nearly four years ago and I mm. haven't been inspected yet. But well, I, can still I moved pay. here in 2020 and they have just contacted me. I was contacted two weeks ago and now yeah. now he's disappeared again. He's just disappeared yeah. into nothingness. Oh, well, I said to her, don't come next week, but come. you can come any time after that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but it is, that is it. The only thing I would say, so there's certain regulations like you need hand washing nearby. Yeah. Whether that's oh, downstairs. Oh, and I think you need the allergy sheets yeah, so you, um, yeah, so displayed as well. Yeah, so there's lots of regulations, but it's pretty easy to set up. You don't have to modify your home. Um, I think in America, in some because it's different from state to state to state. In in some states, you have to have a cottage industry license. And all that. You don't need any of that in the UK. No. You literally have to register your your kitchen. Um, you have an and inspection then, then, from your local council. Yeah, and when you get your inspection, they give you your hygiene rating, yeah. which hopefully will be a five. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it generally is. I haven't. I don't have. Never met a cake maker that hasn't got a five. I suppose the only thing that may stand in your way is if you are in rented accommodation and your landlord doesn't let you. Yeah, because that reason. affects the insurance as well. Yeah. Um. But yeah, in the UK, it's actually really easy. Mm. Set up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Really, really easy. Because um, you also and- get them pop up. Um, the cheap bakers, they pop yeah. up, don't they? Yeah. Selling there. Because it is, and it doesn't cost anything. It doesn't mm. cost anything to register with your council. Um, but I know, I know in America there are some states that allow you to bake at home. There are some states that don't allow you to bake at home, and and I know it's much more complicated mm. than than the luxury mm. that we have here. Mm. I didn't know that. Um, right. Okay. Moving on. How do you greet? A customer collecting a cake. <laughs> Yo, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, okay, now, go on then. So um I used to before before Sam <laughs> I used to invite them in. I used to say, here, hello, how are you? Look at your cake. Um, and now um, I have a uh, table by my front door. Oh, okay. And I put the cakes on the table yeah. um, because I am at the top of Ben Nevis. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I, Give them a moment to rest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So Sam, Sam, what Sam said to do was when you open the door, say, hi, here's your cake. I'll carry it down to your car for you and put it in your boot and you can look there. But because my my house is at the top of the hill, that just doesn't, wasn't working for me. Right, so yeah. what I do what, is I have to carry it all the way back again. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's never happened. So I, they open, I, I open the door and I say, hello, cake for Mrs. Smith. <laughs> and yeah. then I take the lid off they go oh I put the lid on I go I carry it down to the car for you and then that's just like minutes and seconds I've yeah. only ever had two pain in the ass customers who've gone oh I don't like that right. but because they're in my hallway uh, and all the doors are shut they're, they're not I'll say I'll just go and get a paintbrush 
so that I can alter that. So they're right. still okay. stuck in my hallway. Yeah, <laughs> they, yeah they're not they're moving not, away from there. I don't because yeah. you don't want them coming in your house. No. One, you don't know these people, and two, my kitchen's probably messy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see, when I when I had people collecting cakes, because I generally delivered, that was mm. my general things. I would that was part of my service. I would deliver, firstly because I didn't want them coming to my house, um, and it's not because my house was a mess. It was because I had two dogs. Actually, at the mm. time, I had a dog that was blind and always insisted on sleeping behind the front door. Yeah, and he was thirteen years old, and to try and move him <clears throat> was just a nightmare. I couldn't get him out of the way. And then we got a puppy that was a Labrador. And so he was like, I want to say and love, say hello to and love everyone there is. Um, so to try and usher the dogs behind a door somewhere and then shut the door and then them scratching the dog door down, all that. I used to do deliveries. On the rare occasion I did have a collection, I used to have a dresser by my front door and I used to put the, the cake on that and I used to shut all the doors yeah. and then come in and pick it up from that dresser. Yeah. Do you get people um, signing off your cakes now or do you not bother with that? I don't I don't get them to sign off yeah. at all. Did that change I, after COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um very much so. Um but when I send them their invoice it has got a tick box for them to go. Yes, I agree to your terms and conditions. Right. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, that that's up to them. They they've yeah. got it electronically. Um yeah. but yeah, I I prefer it if they don't come in the house. That just makes my life easier. And yeah. it literally you have the door open look at your cake okay I'll carry it down for yeah, you and you always carry it to the car do you yeah well yeah because yeah. because my steps are so steep I wouldn't want them to um okay yeah fall down <laughs> see I would always carry a cake to the car when you hand over a cake people tend to think that the boxes are much more sturdy than they are so they kind of squash the boxes yeah so even just handing the... over a cake <laughs> <laughs> even when handing over a cake it's like right hold it from underneath and it, it's going through yeah. all the instructions and do you tell them about the allergens or do you just ex- expect them to find the sticker on the no because I have a whole sh- a sheet now of okay. printed printed out do you want to let your dog out <laughs> oh god what is it no she's making a bed on the bed <laughs> about to go to sleep She's doing the spins. <laughs> I do apologise. Um, right, so you have an allergen sheet? Yes. Um, and uh, that has the sticker on it. Right. So, But it co- it covers everything so that right. I, I don't have to write. There may be traces of nuts or anything. Yeah. It's all covered on that sheet. Right. This this cake is made in a kitchen with allergens. Yeah. So some... Yeah. Do you if point I, it out to them or do you give the yeah, two separately? Yeah, I do. Right, no, okay. I, ha- I have been going. I, I put it on the box with a card stapled to it. Right. And um, I'll say, oh, this is your allergen sheet. Quite often I get them to carry the allergen sheet. Okay, good plan, as well, Stan. Yeah. And with, with a card or two yeah. in it. So, um, and then, yeah, I just carry it down. And then that way I can make sure that it's gone in their car properly and they're not just throwing it in yeah. the back seat. Yeah, yeah. Even when we had the shop, um, George would quite, we used to tell people to pull up outside and George would often take the cake out to the car. Yeah, yeah. Very rarely did um, we let people walk out of the door, unless they turned up on the train or something. Yeah, which does happen. I have quite a lot of people walking here and and they'll go, oh, 
Oh, we didn't realise it was going to be so big or I mean, heavy. I remember people used to turn up with like a Waitrose or a Sainsbury's bag and say, like, yeah, I ain't going to fit in that. No, <laughs> yeah. You're paying a lot of money for a good cake. You're not yeah. putting that in a Sainsbury's bag. Yeah, yeah. Or thinking they can tip it up on its end and put yeah. it in the bag. Or yeah. put it in the back bat of the buggy. <laughs> <laughs> that happened yeah. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's, that's what I do right. when customers. And I've noticed as well... Um, Someone knocked the door early um, yesterday and I opened it and I, and I was like, I have no idea who you are. Are you a customer? And I went, oh. hello, how can I help you? <laughs> like that. And she went, hi, I'm here to see Jeff. <laughs> was, uh, I'm like, oh, oh. <laughs> there is you opening the door like she. Yeah, like a shop. <laughs> Who are you? Who is she? Mind you, there is there is always that fear that if someone rings the doorbell, there is that fear of have I forgotten a cake? Yeah, yeah, always. Yes, yeah. I did say that to her actually. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were a customer. <laughs> uh, right. Okay. The next one is from a magical slice. Do you have any tips on making buttercream wedding cakes on hot summer's days? Also, I love the cake in the background. Now that cake, right? So we, put, I put a picture up on our Facebook group of me and Sammy, and the cake in the background is one of Sammy's dummies. Oh yes, so, yeah, yeah, and it's, it is a very, very pretty cake. But it is a buttercream cake, so I see what it's you're saying. Yeah, I've Do still you... got it actually. It's just about to go through the dishwasher, oh, it's... <laughs> but it's so faded. Now. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. been in your conservatory, isn't it? Yeah, oh. and it won't last the summer in your conservatory. No, no, no. So, do you have any tips for making buttercream wedding cakes on a hot summer day? Um, don't. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes. It right, just right. Happens, my big isn't tip. It? My big tip with this is right. So, no matter what you do to buttercream, you can put um, egg white powder in it. You can put icing, royal icing, sugar in it. All of those things. At the end of the day, butter will melt on a hot day you cannot get away from butter melting in heat so what i would say is manage the expectations of your client tell them you are getting married say they get married in august in a marquee <laughs> um the humidity is like off the scale the heat is off the scale there is every chance that that cake is not going to make it through the day so manage their expectations and say to them from the very outset, when they sit down in December to book that cake in the freezing <laughs> cold weather, um, say to them, if it's a really hot day, I may have to deliver this cake really late and you're mm. going to have to cut it as soon as you can. Just manage their expectations because nothing on earth will stop butter from melting in heat. So... I will say this though. Go on. If you're prepared <laughs> and you make the cake not on the day or the day before because it's a naked cake or whatever, yeah. a buttercream cake, if you make it, say your wedding's on the sa Saturday, make it on the Wednesday so al allow it to cool completely yeah. and then crumb coat it, everything on the the thursday then final coat it on the friday and then each time you're chilling it so that cake is as cold as it can yeah. possibly be that will make a difference as well and um if deliver it, cold. Deliver it so, as cold as you can yeah. yeah 
and set up. Make sure that your car is in the call before yeah. you set off, and then um, make sure there's no traffic. Yeah, just do everything you can yeah. to, to prepare. Um, or and- even freeze milk bottles to have in your car with you around the cake. Around the cake, yeah. Just you make empty so, yeah. milk bottles with water in them. <laughs> <Not milk>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because if they explode, ooh, ooh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I've delivered, I've delivered buttercream cakes in the summer, and it's been fine. I mean, I always would ask what the venue is. Does the venue have yeah. air conditioning? Um, you know, if it's got air conditioning, you're going to be all right. Once you get yeah. there and you, you set up, if, as long as it doesn't melt in the car on the way, you're going to be fine. Um, it's just that there are, and, the ma- old- and maybe if you know that it's a. It's a buttercream cake in a hot weather season. Put it in that customer's terms and conditions. Yeah. Make yeah. a little sub note. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Make sure they know. And the other thing, I mean, I know we had, um, or I had in my terms and conditions, that if I thought it was going to be inappropriate, like a buttercream cake, in, you know, if I knew it was going into a marquee or whatever, and I thought it was going to be inappropriate, I did say that I would always check the weather the week beforehand and I would contact them and possibly we would consider doing a ganache covered cake or a fondant covered cake. Um, just to, to, so then it's just managing their expectations. So you don't yeah. suddenly turn up on the day and go, Oh, I'm sorry, but it was hot and it melted. Yeah. Just make sure they know it's going to happen. It, it's potentially yeah. going to happen. And don't be scared to say something because no. I'm just thinking back to when I first started doing cakes that first year in 2017. Um, I made a beautiful buttercream cake, but it did go into a very hot marquee yeah. and it was sweating. The cake yeah. was sweating when I left. And I was like, whoa, whoa, what yeah. do I do? Yeah. <laughs> but I just, I just left it. Yeah. But, but they you, were, you know, yeah. the luck but say, of the, you know, it might be that you have to say bottle. to the venue, you know, you say to the venue, that cake's on, on the edge. Yeah. If you see it going, put it in the, in the, in the chiller or something. I also had, um, I think I've told this story before. It was a really, really hot day. It was, a, it was a fondant covered cake that was going into a marquee. Um, and it was literally around the corner from the shop. I decorated it overnight in the shop we had aircon in the shop um and i decorate i came in at like five in the evening and then left at i think four in the morning because i decorated it all overnight left the aircon on in the shop um left it in the cool and then the next day we could because we were in romsey and there was the Rom- was romsey abbey and they were getting married at the abbey and they told us they were having bells at the abbey mm. so i phoned the pub that the marquee was in and i said look as soon as i hear the bells I will bring the cake round, but this cake needs to be cut as soon as the bride and groom get there. I can't guarantee it for more than, because I mean, it was something like 45 degrees. It was like the hottest day of the year. The humidity was off the scale. So, because no matter how much you try to dry a cake out, if it, if they've got, if you've got humidity, it will get in back into that buttercream. Mm. Um, so yeah, just prepare everyone. Um, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> so i don't mean to scare the crap out of anyone <laughs> but we're cake makers you know and it's it is cake and there's nothing more you can do about it that's the point you know it's cake cake doesn't want to stay upright it wants to fall apart <laughs> right okay this is an interesting one do you think it is financially viable to start a business in today's economic climate 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> Most definitely. Because there's, there's never going to be a good time, is there? No, no. And um, uh, if you're going to do it, you're going to do it. That yeah. you know, whether it's in hard times or good times. If it's good times, make sure you you save enough for the hard times. Yeah. But I I think you you. If you, you can get through, if you can get yeah. through a hard time, good yeah. times are going to be really good. And also, no matter how tough times are, there are people with money out there. Yeah. Hell there yeah. are people that, with I mean, you've just had one of the busiest couple of weeks I've known you to have. Yeah. Well, I've got another busy couple of weeks coming up. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know, so yeah, there is never, ever a good time to start a business, ever. No. Because but... when it's like, when it's, you know, when business it's good times. Plan. Sorry? Business, business plan. plan. <laughs> You're like a record with a needle stuck, but my love. But you know what? Before we started doing the podcast, I'd never really heard of a business plan. And, I, <laughs> and like now I've done the podcast and we've done a lot of business. Yeah. Um, what are they called now? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to, I, I really think you, it's something you should do. Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. I just there's. I mean, there's always going to be something that's going to get in the way. Um, yeah, there's always going to be a disaster. Yeah, oh, you we're know, so optimistic tonight, aren't we? <laughs> oh but yeah. Also, <laughs> but also, you know, even in good times, what happens in good times is you get a lot of people starting businesses, so you suddenly get a lot of competition. Yeah. So in struggling times, there's not so much competition necessarily, but there are people still out there wanting cakes. Yeah. Um, and I know I've said this before, the cupcake boom happened yeah. in a major recession. And and you hear so many stories like when COVID was happening of people going, oh, I'm going to start a business. Yeah. And, they, and they've done amazingly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So don't let anything stand in your way. If you are setting up a business, um, go, go for it. it. Just go for yeah. it. Right. Okay. What do you say when someone asks you what you do for a living? <laughs> I laugh. Because <laughs> I know what they're going to say. I go, oh, I, I'm, I always say I'm a baker, actually. I don't say I own my own company. Oh, really? I should, I should say that, shouldn't yeah. I? I should say I own my own company. I'm a baker. I'm a CEO, you know. Yeah, I'm a CEO. <laughs> See, I say I'm a cake maker. Uh, I, do say I always cake say maker. I'm a baker. I always say I'm a baker. And then they go, oh, what do you make? Yeah. But <laughs> and I go, wedding cakes, birthday cakes, celebration cakes, you name it, I make it. Yeah. I say, I always say I'm a cake maker. And then if I'm with my husband, he will always always turn around and go, and she's a podcaster and she's got her own blog. She's got a very <laughs> successful podcast. And I'm like, yeah, I podcast too. Okay. But isn't it funny how other people will sing your praises more than you will? Yeah. Yeah. Always. But yeah, yeah I, I tell people I'm a cake I do maker. talk about the podcast a lot. And you know, sometimes you can hear yourself and you think, mm, I need to shut up. <laughs> I'm being a podcast bore. <laughs> but like, I, and I'll go, oh my God, oh my God. And we interviewed, <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And people are looking at me because nobody in who's nobody not in the cake. Yeah, they all go, oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. yeah so you when you're baking. Yeah, I say I'm a baker, and when I'm at the tills in the shops, oh, yeah. that's when I get asked the most. And that, Are you baking I always something? Yeah. Oh, going to be doing some baking. <laughs> With 50,000 icing sugar packets yeah. coming through, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. 
But that that's what I say. I'm a baker. That's interesting. So you, say, you don't mention being a cake maker or a cake artist or... No, I always downplay myself because I'm just so amazing. I should go. Oh, I own my own company. Yeah. Right, I'm going to practice. Okay. <clears throat> go on. Hi. <laughs> you're Sally, gonna, you're... What, what do you do for a living? Well, you know, I've done quite well for myself. Uh, I own my own business. Yes. Yes, that's right. An artisan cake maker. <gasps> oh, <laughs> designing well, you know and creating cakes. My friend makes cakes. Let me show you some pictures on that. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck her, because I also do a podcast. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. So um, another one from America. America? Maybe this isn't. I think it's the other. No, I've got another one that's from America. Sorry. I do apologise. Um, so this is Casey Wagerman. How do you calculate how much to charge for sculpted cakes since they are unique and you don't know exactly how much time they will take to make? What is your setup like now that you are baking at home versus at the shop? Have you changed what you will and won't bake because you are baking at home now? Thank you all. Thank you all. Thank you for all that you both share. You have been tremendously helpful. Right. Thank you. Let's go back again. Right. So how do you calculate how much you charge for sculpted cakes since they are unique and you don't know exactly how much time they will take? It's funny because you, with experience, you kind of do know how much time they will take. Do you mm. not think? Yes. But I um, now have my prices on a sheet and I have a list. So um, I'll have a T-shirt cake. There's a bottle cake. There's a bear cake. There's a guitar cake. Oh, Okay. And then it says how many portions you get in that cake. So say someone and came it, along to you, though, and went, I want a dog. I want okay. my pug. Well, first of all, I say, well, how many do you want it for? And then I say, because I can't make it smaller than this yeah. because I'm not a magician. Yeah, and I've got t- my tiny hands. Yeah. Tiny hands. <laughs> so um, I tend to say um, that it starts from... Um, I prefer to do an eight inch. If I'm going to, if I'm going to make a pug, say, yeah, I'll work it out on an eight inch mix, and right. then I and then if they want it bigger, I'll I'll work it. So out. How do you work out the timings? So I have my my sheet. I list down every job that I will have to do. Right. I will ha- I will list down, bake the cake, make the buttercream cover the cake cover the board cut how long I think it will take it to carve it to make all the little bits and bobs like the yeah. ears hey or the tail um how long if I'm going to use the airbrush yeah so every job is listed so and rather then, than seeing it as like that cake is yeah. x amount you are breaking down every single yeah and then you put doing. a time down next to it of how long you think it's going to take right and then you work work it out, like yeah. work out how much your hourly rate is. Oh, good. See, I if I get asked for a, a sculpted cake, I tend to look, I don't know, maybe it's just experience after making yeah. quite a few sculpted cakes with structure in them. That's the other thing is knowing if you're going to put structure in them. Yeah, that's right. And you have and to, bolts and all that yeah, sort of stuff. And and you you have to account for that with time. And the, also, the planning and the getting yeah. the jigsaw out and that. But yeah. some maybe it's just because I've made so many, I kind of can look and have a rough 
I can say, right, that's going to take about eight hours. That's going to take about 10 hours. Mm. So I kind of have a rough, but yeah. I think that's just experience. Yeah, definitely. Probably. But um, I'm using this because I'm quite bad with my time. I, I have this, I, I really find it hard to concept how long something is going right, to take okay. me. Um, so um, if I find that I've taken longer than I thought to do it, yeah, I can go back and see where I've misjudged <laughs> the oh, okay. time yeah. on it yeah. as well, which is yeah. quite ha- helpful for the next time you the next something time, something yeah, like building your experience, yeah. Mm. Um, right, and what is your setup like now you're baking at home versus at the shop? And have you changed what you will and won't bake? Right, I'm going to go with the second one. Have you changed what you will and won't bake? When we were at the shop, we would bake everything. Anyone came in and asked for anything, I would say yes. Everyone would then stand behind me going, no. (laughs) (laughs) But I, as the business owner, paying the bills would go, yeah, yeah, we can do that. That's not a problem. Mm. Um, And now... I wouldn't do that. Now, there are certain cakes I wouldn't do. Um, I wouldn't do individually iced cakes. I wouldn't do, I don't do kids' birthday cakes. I don't do like a white cake with a couple of figures on the top. I wouldn't do any of that because it doesn't interest me and I'm not having to pay shop bills, shop staff wages. I'm not feeding like this monster that's eating all my money so that I have to say every single contract. So now, the difference now is... I make cakes that I want to make and I charge better for those cakes that I want to make. Yeah. Um, and as for the setup, it's just neater and tidier because I'm not making everything all day, every day. I don't have to have 50 billion different tins. I've just got the tins that I need. I've got a couple of mixers. I've got one big toolbox full of my tools I don't have to have 20 different varieties of petal cutters because I know I'm never going to use them all. Mm. And I don't need four people making the same thing at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Because we, you know, like, is it the five petal rose cutter? We had about four or five of them, didn't we? Because yeah. we could, we, it, it might be because we're all sat there making I've roses. literally just pulled all those out and used <laughs> them this week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I yeah. mean, I would say I'm much more streamlined. I get to pick and choose what I make now. That's the mm. biggest difference. What about you? Well, I definitely don't do macarons. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> <laughs> or biscuits. Biscuits. Yeah. Though I do make a mean biscuit. It is delicious. Yeah. But uh, royal ice ones. But my kitchen setup now, compared to when I first started, is so much better is it Bec- yeah um or streamlined streamlined yeah. yeah um so before um if you said to me oh where are your numbers I'd go well there's some there there's some over yeah. there in that room and there's some in there now if you ask me where all my numbers are I'll go they're there where are all your circle cutters yeah I've, I've got a drawer sh- for shapes I've got a drawer for flowers um, a drawer for leaves do you so, have less toot I mean I have much much less definitely toot. definitely what I did was I've gone through everything and I've taken out that you know the stuff you go 
I, I might use, use them. Yeah. 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 I that, think I did that and gave them all to you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, they're now in a massive box in my, in my stock room, but um, <laughs> I'm definitely much more streamlined um, and I'm spending less money. I was going to say, I think it's also a lesson in the further you get through your cake career, it's a lesson in less spending less stuff, less money yeah. on stuff. You don't need all the the latest stencils and no. um, cutters and impression maps because they're quite expensive yeah and sometimes the fashion of it makes you buy it yeah and then you get it and you don't actually like it yeah um <laughs> and you've spent might have spent a lot of money i tell you what um i bought sweet stamp sets Yes, because they were very um, fashionable, weren't they? Yeah, and they they still are massive, massive. Yeah, but at, when I got them, I I think they were like a hundred pounds, which for me is a lot of money for, for maybe two sets. I think I got, and I hated them. <laughs> I hated them so much, and I felt awful. And I just stuck them in a drawer, and I never used them until just recently where I've um I also won a competition I always win the competitions you always uh, win the competition yeah I won a competition I won two sweet stamp sets and a miniature set and all these little gadgets God. and stuff um which is when I really thought oh god I've got all this I need to start using yeah. it um so I went to their stands at one of the shows and got them to show me how to do it properly right. and now I use them all the time and I think okay. they're brilliant so um, sometimes you can buy like all oh, the Pro Froster was another yeah. one. We yeah. both thought it was an awful <laughs> product. That was a gimmick, didn't we? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> um, so yeah, don't get taken in by all the gimmicks because but, you... uh, I mean there are some and it's like the Ag Bay. I've got an Ag Bay, and yes, it was a lot of money, but it was it was an amazing yeah. buy. It but you was got really your money's worth out yeah. of that. Um, but. I am so much more streamlined than I was. I've literally got, yeah. so I've got like a pull along um, toolbox with all my gear in. Um, I've got a couple of little pulley out shelf things and I've just got a load of tins. And that's yeah. literally all I've got now. Yeah. You don't need lots of stuff. So I'm really streamlined. Yeah. In my workspace, I've got all my dusts in a little drawers. Yeah. I've got all my colours in a swirly, whirly thing that I bought off my friend Sid for a fiver um and I have one pot for my paint brushes yeah and one pot for my tools whereas yeah. before I had a pot there with my ball tools a pot there with this that yeah, and the other why do you need 28 ball tools you know because yeah, <laughs> you're only going to use two of them <laughs> so yeah um, I, I would say that my setup um has has changed a lot yeah and what I make, but that's because what I make now has changed a lot because I only make things that I want to make yeah. or that I'm happy making. Um, I don't and you take... can adjust everything as you go, yeah. which I think is nice. Like um, <clears throat> the Mr. Health and Safety or Mrs. Yeah. or they, they, they are going to come and visit me. And um, I know that I'm going to go through everything and give it a, an extra clean. Yeah. <clears throat> but... I will streamline. I think, oh, I'm going to get rid of that. I yeah, don't, don't need that. Anymore. Don't need that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it that saves you time. Yes. Yeah. Because you're not constantly cleaning and looking for oh, looking and... for stuff. Oh my <laughs> god! <laughs> and finding places to put 
tut. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. I think this is the last one. This is the one that's from America. So this is the Homemaker Bakery. I haven't told you about this one. This one came in late on Instagram. So you have this, you haven't seen this one. Um, what is your absolute favourite cake to make and why? Also, love you guys so much. I'm always listening to your podcast on my baking oh. days. Much love from South Carolina. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right. So what is your absolute favourite cake to make and why? Um, are we talking flavour? Are we talking style? Well, oh, gosh, this is, oh, there's so many I like to right, should make. Should I go first? Should yes. Go first? My absolute favourite cake to make is a structured, sculpted cake. Something yes. that I can really get my teeth into. Something that involves power tools, wood, metal. <laughs> um, Gotta love a power tool. <laughs> can get the workmate out and the jigsaw out i'm very happy yeah um something that i've really got to think about how it's going to stand up how it's not going to fall over how it's colored how it's sculpted that's my absolute favorite cake to make mm. um and also if we're talking flavor um i would sorry i knew they were gonna, that was gonna happen if we're talking flavor i would say a good old fashioned vanilla a good victorian oh, you do like it you do like a vanilla excuse me i'm just going to shut the door okay not that it's going to shut her up but yeah i do like it if it's well made a good vanilla yeah okay so they're mine what's your favorites uh, so my favorite flavor cake to make there are a few yeah. <laughs> I'm going to keep, I'll keep it my top three. My top three, favourite one of the year is um, a fruit cake near, um, like the Christmas cake, fruit cake. Really? Yeah, I love doing that because I feel like I'm making a magical uh, oh, thing wow. for a magical season. So I always get like a little, ha-ha, yeah, this okay. is an amazing cake. Or if I'm doing a fruit cake for a wedding cake, I always do the stir it anti-clockwise three times and make a happy wish. So <laughs> it's like it's saying things like... <laughs> So you're not going to get divorced. <laughs> um, oh, okay. Uh, I love making a lemon drizzle cake. Yeah, but your lemon drizzle uh, is particularly good. I was because that's what I was going to say because yeah. I know I can make that really nice. Yeah, I've made your it today. Lemon drizzle actually. is one of the it's best so lemon drizzles, nice. yeah. and I just love the zest, getting exactly the right zest. And yeah. oh, anyway, so yeah, and uh, another one I really like to eat is um this cherry um bakewell that i do oh it's so good you see i don't like cherries or almonds so that no, doesn't that's kind boat. of like a, a treat um cake but the type of cake i really like to make is um oh, there's so many but i i'm gonna <laughs> say when I make a cake and I'm I do beautiful sharp corners, that's the so best what, cake one for you're me. proud of. One that yeah. you look at and go, yeah, yeah. That's, that's me. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm gonna say. But there you go. So something that's your style. Yeah, or scratched cake, or a cake that goes out the door and makes me feel like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I rocked that cake. Oh, perfect. 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 Love it. Yeah. Right. That is all of our questions. Thank you um, ever so much to everyone that sent them in. Yeah, they were um, really cool questions yeah, as well. They are really good questions. We are going to do another q and I think we're going to try and do one like every six months or so because um, we really enjoy them. Mm. They're good. Oh, and so we were talking about this earlier. I'm going to throw it in now. So um, people are going to start going on their holidays soon. It's that time of the year. So wouldn't it be cool if people were on holiday and they tagged the business of cake making on one of their holiday pics and went, hi, the business of cake making. This is where I am. What was it? What did you call it? Um... Bake shops. Oh yeah, that was it. That was the next idea, wasn't it? So yeah. bake shops of the world. Bake shops of the world. So wherever you are, um, yeah. whether it's your hometown, whether you're on holiday, um, UK, America, the yeah. world. Yeah. Because imagine, oh, when you go to America, the, we get the, so animated. <laughs> the, bake, the bake shops over there yeah. are just yeah. When you go on holiday, do you tend to go try and go? Well, is there a bake shop in this? Yeah, I always, it, even like yeah. if you go to like Greece or Italy, like yeah. Italy, and you've got all those Italian pastries, yeah. and Greece, and you've got all and like the Paris. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, Greece. What? Where is it that you get um, like the baklava and all that kind of stuff? And, That's um, Greece, isn't it? Turkey. Yeah, all around there. So so yeah. yeah. So if you go to a oh. cake shop or a bake shop, <laughs> go on. Philippines oh my god their cakes are amazing yeah bake shops of the world so so wherever you are if it's a traditional cake shop if it's a cupcake shop if it's a bakery wherever you are please take a picture of of it and tag us in it because we would love that would be so cool wouldn't it (laughs) we can have a little collage of where everyone's been Yeah, I'm going to Cyprus this year, so oh, I, I know it. that I'm going to meet someone over there. Very exciting. We are going. We're going to the Lake District, but I'm sure there's somewhere in the Lake District that I'm going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're meeting a listener, aren't you? I am. Cyprus. How exciting! Yeah, um, right. So then, that also brings us on to we are going to start. So this is the last of our six month, six weeks. Um, when we come back, we are going to do a couple of new features. So bake shops of the world would be good um but also <laughs> listener comments so we get lots of lovely lovely comments um and we get comments about from people that are telling us they're listening why they're listening what they like about it etc 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 and we get that warm fuzzy feeling and we get to enjoy it but we want to share them mm-hmm. so if you comment on an instagram post on a facebook post um in the facebook group or even on the apple podcast reviews we are going to do listener comments. Um, we're going to pick our favourites whenever they come up and we want to share them and we will obviously name check you. Yeah. And um, we're on Audible as well. You can Apparently find us on Audible. That, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Check Audible us too. out. <laughs> we are just so cool. We're we are just smoking. So cool. <laughs> right. Okay. The last one for six weeks of this six weeks. What you got? I've got a very dry mouth tonight, but <clears throat> I was, oh, I forgot to sing it. You forgot that bit. Yeah, go, go, get on with it. <laughs> product of the week. Product of the week. Product of the week. There you go. Super quick. You know, with all these like new things, like listen to comments and bake shops of the world, yeah. we're going to need new theme tunes. Yeah. Oh well, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. That's Not all a problem. Right. They may all be different every time. <laughs> right. What have you got then? Okay, I know so, what you've got because you've oh, been yeah. using it. 
<laughs> so um, I use these all the time. They are a pair of teeny tiny nail scissors. You know, like the ones you get in those. Um, somebody will oh, give you a manicure set. Yes, yes. manicure set. And yeah. they're teeny tiny. And they've got little tiny. gadgets in them that you don't know what they're for. Yeah. Do you pick your ears with them? Do you do your yeah. nails with them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> the, these are the scissors that come out of those one of those kits. Yeah. And um, some of them have got the the scissory bit, the blades yeah. are bent inwards. Some yes. sometimes. Yeah. So I you these ones don't, but I like the ones that have the bent little in bent in them um, because really I fine i mean yeah, those ones they're really like tiny needles. yeah they're really tiny um and you can use them to make christmas trees so yeah. you make it a triangle shape cone. cone shape with your sugar paste and you go around it and you can make the um fir tree branches yeah yeah. With it, you can use it on a bunny's tail to make the bunny's tail. Very Easter, yeah. Bunnery, yes. Um, you can use it on... You were talking about fur earlier as well. Oh, yes, you can use it for fur yeah. as well if you just want a little... Or on ears, if you want to cut the ears so that they're... Or, you know, sometimes you just want to cut something off. Yes. Do you know, I use scissors a lot. Mm. I cut the bottom of like fondant and all sorts of stuff with scissors. Yeah. Like, scissors are a very underrated tool, I yeah. think. But these are teeny, teeny, tiny. Oh, and hair. You were talking about hair as well. Oh, yes. Yeah. You can make the like um, hair with it, you know, like spiky. Yeah. Spiky hair. Or I'm yeah. doing dust balls today. What, <laughs> and are, I'm using... what are dust balls? So, you know, the Totoro. Have you heard of Totoro? Yeah. It's a Japanese like right. film anime type thing. And they have little black dust balls with eyes on them. Oh, so and they're they little, go... little fuzzy balls, are they? Yeah. And okay. they go. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's going, what you'd be making. Yeah, they're going on my wedding cake. <laughs> Not my wedding cake, but a wedding cake. That <laughs> a wedding cake. Yes. So teeny tiny. And where can you get them from? Any boots, chemist, pharmacy? Oh my God. Yeah. Um, you know, um, you can buy them like a macrame, a manicure set in yeah. the pound shop. Do you know and they'll what? Be Actually, in there. I went into Mar- into WH Smith's the other day looking for a notebook and they had a manicure set. You know, they do like sets where they're all like yeah. different yeah. designs. One set had a manicure set. Yeah, you'll get them in there. Yeah. Oh. So I've stuck them through the dishwasher. Everything goes through the dishwasher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, I, I use them for a lot of little things. Excellent. So that's my product of the week. Right, okay, so mine, mine is um, a pair of Bluetooth headphones. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I got a new phone this week and I've been using my my bluetooth headphones the whole time <laughs> so i've got i've got both headphones and earbuds um uh-huh. so the earbuds they're made by jabra the headphones i think they're sony the headphones are great in the winter because they keep your, your ears warm not uh-huh. so great in the summer because they make your head hot so that's when i use my little <laughs> earbuds um but so when you're when you're listening to a podcast or um a book or because i tend to listen to 
spoken word when I'm yeah. making. I don't tend to listen to that much music. But you know when you put your mixer on, yeah. if you've got something on, oh you can't God. hear it, can you? No. So put no. your headphones on, put your earbuds in, listen through your phone. Don't have any cables. That's why it's got to be Bluetooth because you, yeah. otherwise you'll pull it out your ears and it'll just be a mess. Um, so, yeah, Bluetooth headphones or earbuds to listen to the business of business of Kate making podcast podcast while you're baking yeah what a good idea I have to actually done that this week but I was watching <laughs> listening to EastEnders because you don't have to watch it to you I've been listening to the Sh- Sh- Shamina Begum story this week mm-hmm. oh yeah you did say you Very did say yeah um anyway but yeah so um yeah, and they just don't get in the way because they're just there in your head. And yeah. the only problem is, is that I've got like sound counselling ones. So if someone walks in and talks behind me, I can't hear them. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's it's quite good. Cool. So my husband can have a whole conversation with me and I don't hear it. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I was going to say something then. It's gone straight out of my head. Um, subtitles. Sorry? I, I quite often, If I'm watching something, I'll put the subtitles on. Oh, interesting. But but that was before I had my new phone and it had a new thing. <laughs> oh, and you can you can answer the telephone without having to. Yes. Yeah. You just touch your phone. Yeah. 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 You just yeah. your your head thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. They. I think that I find them invaluable. I think they're um an excellent buy. I would yes. say, and they they some of them you they're not very expensive. You don't have to spend a lot of money no, on them. Mine were twenty quid. Well, there you go. And, and there are cheaper. <laughs> and you get us in your ears for the pleasure yeah. of 20 quid. <laughs> ah, <laughs> um, right, that is us for the day for today. Um so say so, I know I've said this several times now. This is the last for two weeks. We've got two weeks off. Yeah. Um, and then we've got some new guests in two weeks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We've got some new features mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. Um, yeah, come back. We're missing you already. Yeah. But are we saying bye or are we going to say, don't forget to like, subscribe and share and bear all. <laughs> <laughs> and review. And... Um, comment, wherever you comment, yeah. I will keep tabs on it. And if it's a comment that makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside, um, then I will share it on the next episode on our listener comments. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. Oh. Go on. Um, I just wanted to apologise last week um, when we did our podcast. At, well, at for the leaving end. so quickly. Yeah, I did kind of rush you. <laughs> and I did think your product of the week was pretty awesome icing sugar. <laughs> yeah, literally, you just disappeared. Yeah, I know. There was no niceties. <laughs> it was like, yeah, see ya. <laughs> okay, right. I'm going right, to say goodbye. We're going to do it now. properly this time. Yeah. Bye-bye-bye-bye! Bye!